Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Deacon Linda Gertz as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. All things come of thee, O Lord. All things. Amen. Amen. Our gospel story today is almost like a big gotcha game. The Pharisees and some Herodians are out to make Jesus look bad, and they think they've figured out a way to trap him. So they set up a two-choice question, either answer of which they think will get Jesus in trouble. In a really obvious way, the questioners first work on buttering up Jesus. Ooh, Jesus! You're so smart and sincere and impartial. We just have to ask you this itty-bitty question. Should we pay taxes or not? (laughs) They're thinking if Jesus says no, then he's in big trouble with the Romans. If he says yes, his followers are going to think he doesn't really believe in obedience to God alone. Our text says... Jesus sees their malice. In the First Nations version, which is an indigenous translation of the New Testament, Jesus says, I can see behind your false faces. He asks to see a denarius, which is a coin worth roughly a day's wages, and that would have been used to pay the tax. And then he asks them, whose image is on the coin, and they have to say, Caesar. In the indigenous translation, Jesus then says simply, give to this ruler the things that are his, and give to the great spirit the things that belong to the great spirit. And they hung their heads in silence as they walked away. I think, I do, I think many of us really enjoy it when the good guy gets comeuppance over the bad guys, right? (laughs) It's, It's so satisfying. But I wonder, is that the main point of the story? Pay your taxes, that's it? Jesus must know by this time that the authorities, religious or Roman, aren't going to back off on their murderous pursuit of him. He's a threat they're going to keep after again and again. So what is it he's saying to them and to us through his answer? One of my non-church-going friends suggested, do we just give Caesar all our money then? Because it must belong to him. How do we follow our actual responsibilities as citizens 
without becoming servants of one power monger or another. How do we bring our God-given true faces to our tasks of being in community? Give to God the things that are God's. Doesn't that mean all things? Because everything belongs to God. God has created and given us a glorious, grace-filled universe and asks us now to help unwrap it, to nurture and to share that enduring, unending grace. Now, of course, that is hugely hard, lifelong work. And we can't do it all, but still we are called to reclaim our true voices and work towards beloved community, called to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. Here at All Saints, we are rightly praised for the work that we have been doing to feed and support folks in our community who are in need. This is such good, life-changing work. It fills my heart with joy to witness it, even though we recognize there is always still upstream work to do as well. Food insecurity and houselessness have causes, including a lack of affordable housing. Some of us here may be called to help address some of those root causes. After all, if our elected officials, whether city, county, state, or even federal, if they aren't working actively for justice or peace or fairness for everyone, perhaps they need to hear the truth from us over and over again so often that they can't get our names and our just claims out of their heads. And that's just one set of concerns. The news is leaving us horrified every day, isn't it? Atrocities in war, old hatreds killing thousands with no end in sight, climate disasters, corrupt politicians, encroaching dictators. The list goes on and on, and we're starting to feel numb, powerless. Now, here, I could give you a list of issues and concerns that our world is suffering and urge you to join campaigns and actions that lead to change and healing. And that would be good. But first, I feel that we need to confess our grief at what is happening on our sweet earth. We need to lament together in order to find the strength to act. 
and the Holy Spirit, who is the Comforter, sees our pain as well as our deep longings, as well as our gifts. When our hearts stay open to the Spirit, we begin to feel the Spirit nudging us in a path that is suited to our true selves and our gifts. As the Quakers say, way opens, a way will open for us each to join God's great healing work in this world. If you, like me, like many of us, are feeling discouragement about our damaged and confused world, give yourself some grace. Take a deep breath. Look at the true human faces of others in the world all around you and look in your own mirror too to see that beauty. See the beautiful human beings that God created and sustains and rejoices in and don't believe the lies that say one group or another is pure evil. God has no limit, none to the grace God pours out for every one of us, no exceptions. Even if everything around us seems broken, God's grace is still moving forth toward each of us all across the world, persistent, powerful, transformative grace. Look for the helpers, Look for those working every day towards healing. Don't give up. Don't despair. God is with us and always will be. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints, or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.